there. Welcome to the Mom Life Simple's podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hi, ladies. I hope you're having a great day so far. Thank you for joining me. I am so happy to be here with you today. If it's your very first time, welcome. I hope you come back often. And if you are curious as to how we can work together or what I might offer you, and you like what you hear, then head on over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com and everything is up there for you to see. (laughs) And you can email me at any time. If you have questions about it, fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. Otherwise, I'm hopping right in. I just came down from nursing my youngest who is seven months and uh, it's a little bit early morning right now. So he did his little early morning wake up He's kind of on the cusp of if he's deciding he's up for the day or not. So I'm eyeing the monitor and figure I might as well get right to it in case he decides that he is up for the day. I would rather get this in for you now before I lose my train of thought because this one's coming from the heart. I am recording this podcast because I need to hear it. And that's how most of these podcasts get recorded for sure is truly that I'm like, I need to hear this, or it's a conversation I've had with myself, and then I share with all of you, which is always funny when a lot of you will email me and say, like, that was exactly what I've been thinking lately, or that was so relatable, and then I am just happy that the Holy Spirit put on my heart to share it, because seriously, it's so many of us across the board, and then we feel like it is, um, you know, we feel like we're alone sometimes, and you hear it, and you're like, oh, okay, so this is other people as well. So anyways, today I want to talk about oh, when your season of life has changed, but you're still giving yourself a pass. And this is because this is me right now. So what am I talking about? I am talking about when you have just been in a season where you've needed to give yourself a little bit of leeway, give yourself a little bit of a pass, modify some things. And this could be a multitude of of seasons, a multitude of reasons why this is happening. It might be that you just went through a move and you needed to kind of take some of the pressure off with your workouts and things like that. You might have just gone through a sickness or a family member being really sick, maybe your kids, maybe your parents. You know, we all have different seasons like this. It might have been that you were pregnant or you were home with a newborn, freshly postpartum, any and all of those things, and I've been through probably every phase that I've just described to you. There was a long season where my mom had cancer that was just, I think, a year and a half ago, I want to say, maybe two years ago now, where my fitness and nutrition definitely took a back seat. I did not throw it out all the way together. That didn't make sense. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it out. I did not throw it out completely, but altogether, I think that was the word I was looking for. Because obviously, I understand that that would just put me in a worse position down the road and set myself up to have health troubles and whatnot. So I obviously didn't toss everything, but it wasn't my priority. I was doing the bare minimum I needed to scrape by. And maybe that's a lot of us in these different seasons. Again, maybe you moved and you're like, okay, I still need to get keep some things flowing. But you know when your routine does not look like it normally does. And it can be, again, for a multitude of reasons that are good reasons when we're doing them. Like that was a good thing that I was not, you know, like making sure that I got my six workouts in a week when my mom needed me, you know, to make her food or take her to chemo or whatever. Same thing with babies. You know, I, so this is why I need this kick in the pants right now is I'm coming out of, like it is not freshly postpartum time anymore. And I know that that could be, 
uh, a controversial thing that some people say, like nine months in, nine months out, or the whole first year, your postpartum or whatever you consider yourself. I just know for me personally, right now, I'm at the phase where my baby's mostly sleeping through the night. (laughs) So with that caveat, it's at least one wake up. Like I consider sleeping through the night that at least one wake up where he goes down at like eight, wakes up at one or two, and then wakes up at like six. That's usually what we're working with. Uh, But I still have some nights in between that will be 12 o'clock, two o'clock, four o'clock. And you know, sometimes that still happens. I'm also the worst. I will never do a podcast episode on how I have my babies on a sleep schedule or eating schedule because it's my third baby and I still feel like I wing most of it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You'll eat sometimes, you'll sleep sometimes. And I know that makes a lot of you cringe because you're like, babies need a schedule. And I get it. He probably should be on one, but I'm not going to sleep train him. I'm not going to do any of those things. I don't put him in any kind of child care. I don't really have to. So pretty much I'm at his beck and call. <laughs> Anyways. My point is, I gave myself a big pass being pregnant of, okay, I just did an episode on first trimester modifications. And I said that like lower your expectations for how much you want to work out a week. So I definitely do that when I'm pregnant. I go from five or six times working out to three to four times a week. I change my expectations for myself. Then it's postpartum and same thing. It's okay. We're going to start with rebuilding the core and the pelvic floor. Then I'll get back into full workouts. When I do, it's still going to be short and sweet. The baby still needs to eat a lot, all that stuff. Two other kids to watch. So there's been a lot of leeway that I've given myself. And then a big one is something I talk about often on the podcast is how much I think it is beneficial to work out in the morning or to get yourself going in the morning, even if you're not doing your workout then, but to be up before your kids and all of that. So typically for me, this includes a workout and some work time. Like right now I'm recording this podcast. And and sometimes I have to pick and choose. Many times now since the third baby, I have done my workouts instead with all three kids up because I'd rather get this sacred work time in. It's easier for me to work out with them around and it's absolutely impossible for me to record a podcast or do a live video when they're around. So everybody's obviously got priorities and has to make this work for you. But my point is I have given myself this like six month free range of just waking up whenever because it made sense. It made sense when he was waking up four times a week that I would sleep right until my kids got up. And that's where, you know, my normal advice had a big caveat to it, unless you're in the newborn period, unless whatever. And some mornings, yes, I still forced myself to do it. If I had to do something right that day, like I needed to get a program to a client or I needed to get a podcast up. But for the most part, I usually have a little bit of wiggle room. So I was letting myself sleep in. And I realized this week then Again, it's been very touch and go. It has. It's been like one night he sleeps really well, one night he doesn't, et cetera. But this past weekend, like Saturday, Sunday, were all good nights. I think he had one, maybe two wake-ups. Then on, so Monday, I was planning on getting up Monday morning, and my husband was waking up even earlier than I wanted to get up, so I didn't tell him to wake me up. I just set my own alarms, whatever. So later he texts me that morning. It's like, oh, how'd your morning go? <laughs> and it was like the time that I'd just gotten up pretty much. And the kids were already up. Like I basically woke up with the kids and I was like, oh, it didn't uh, really go anywhere because I did not show up for it. And we were talking about it later. And he it was just like, oh, you must have needed the sleep. You know, he's wonderful and would never 
call me out on that. He would call me out if it was something he really needed to call me out on. But he knows that I also, like, sometimes he has no idea how many times the baby got up. He usually has no idea. I'll just hear the baby and I'll go right away. So he's out of our room and everything. And my husband doesn't usually wake up right away. So he probably just assumed that uh, Judah had been up a million times, which was not the case. So later I was talking to my husband about it. I'm like, yeah, I was really frustrated that I didn't get up because... I definitely got enough sleep last night. Like I probably got seven, eight hours and it had come like after a string of good nights. So I'd had three nights in a row where I'd probably gotten at least seven, which is great for me in this season of, you know, a six month old. I have had babies who don't do that till a year. So again, I'm not a very good sleep trainer, but I had three great nights in a row. I should have gotten up at a, like 5 a.m. would have been a very reasonable time to get up Monday morning. And I didn't. I let myself sleep in until like 7.15. And then the kids were up shortly after. And, or I'm sure they were up, but I, they have an okay to wait clock and they couldn't come down yet. So anyways, um, the baby was not up. I woke up basically when Judah did. So I realized that I need to reevaluate the season I'm in and hold myself to higher standards once again. And maybe this is you, because this is what made me start reflecting on this is how it happens. This is how women go from expecting the same amount from themselves or holding themselves to the same standard when they're pregnant, when they're postpartum, and it just becomes their norm. We've heard it joked about, too, in our culture of like, oh, man, once I got my maternity jeans, like those are the only jeans I ever own now. Like I'm always in maternity jeans because they work when you're pregnant. And then when you're postpartum, you might need them a little bit and you want that like comfort on the belly area for a while. And then, you know, it's just maybe we didn't get back into our other jeans that we had before we were pregnant. So instead of getting new jeans, we just stick with the maternity ones. And same thing with the nursing bras and things like that, where it just becomes our norm. Like, ah, now it's maternity jeans and nursing bras forever. And that is totally fine if that is what you want and that is your style choice and your vibe. But it's not mine. Like, I really don't want to be forever wearing beige nursing bras. (laughs) So that's something where it's like, all right, realize when you're out of the season and go back, quote unquote, to something else or move forward to something else. You're not in that season anymore. So The things that we allow ourselves when we need to have a little bit of leeway and we're in a tough time, yes, absolutely, for that season. When you're out of the tough time, that's when the challenge is to go, I don't want to say back because I don't think we ever need to go backwards, but to move forward to a new standard. Does that make sense? I wish you could, I could see you and you were like nodding at me. So I knew that that made sense. But for me, this was the norm before. I was waking up at 4.30 or 5 and training clients and doing my own workout or doing my work. And I'm capable of it. I believe in it. I believe that most people who are successful do get up earlier. I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's called Chasing Excellence. And it was an old episode of the podcast, I believe. But the man was talking about when he, how he's owned gyms or when he's even just been at gyms for years, like across the board, the people that were there consistently were always the morning crew. He was saying like at night, yes, sometimes you'd see the same faces or it'd be like the night crew, but you know, sometimes they wouldn't be there. Sometimes events popped up or their schedules changed or whatever, but the people who he could count on seeing every single day you know, reasonably, whatever the workout schedule was, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday through Friday, or whatever, 
it was the morning people because nothing is getting in your way at 5 or 5.30 or 6 a.m. like it is going to at 4 p.m. or 7 p.m. or whatever. So I've been a longtime advocate of early morning workouts just for that reason, because more often than not, those are the people that get it in. And I've seen the exact same thing when I've taught a 5.30 a.m. spin class or when I've taught a 6.30 p.m. spin class. That one's going to fluctuate a lot more and the numbers are going to go from 20 to 5 to 30 or whatever because events pop up, kids, sports, whatever, sickness, you name it, anything can happen (laughs) once everybody's up and at them. But as many things, you know, those, the grammar people is not with me today. Not that many things are going to pop up at you at 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. So that's going to help your consistency. So for a very long time, I have been a proponent of the early mornings, even if you're not an early morning workout person. I get it. It's not my ideal time to work out either. My ideal time would be at like 9 a.m., that mid-morning, but that is just not going to usually be my reality, okay? So back to the morning thing. I do usually hold myself to the standard of at least waking up, getting my prayer time in, whether or not I get a workout in that day, getting work time in, et cetera. But that is what I let slide when I am in this postpartum slash newborn phase. However, now my baby is sleeping decently. Why am I not getting up? It's because I've created this new habit. I've stopped holding myself to the standard of waking up in the morning, just sucking it up and doing it. And I've instead just like let this period stretch out. Okay. Happy to tell you, I've taken stock of it and I am changing it. This morning was the first day I got up and at them and I am here to let you know that on this podcast. But I want you to look at your own life when you're not in. And if you're in a season right now that like I already described, if you're in one of those tough seasons, keep sticking it out, keep doing what you need to do. I'm not here to shake you out of that. However, if your season has changed, if your child's gotten older, if, you know, the sickness that was there or you, you were moving and the transition that was there is not there anymore and you're settled and it's a little more permanent, hold yourself to a different standard. Get a different plan going forward. It's not to say, again, going back to what you were doing before. For example, I'm not early morning in-person training anyone right now, so I didn't go back to what I was doing, but I'm moving forward. I'm going forward to my early morning wake-ups to get things done, to have that quiet house before the absolute chaos of three boys under four starts. <laughs> and I'm holding myself to that new standard. And this is the what makes the difference between our lives just all getting lumped into, like that's the bar we always hold for ourselves and realizing when it's a tough time in life and giving ourselves some leeway. This is what the difference is. We need to actually go to something else when we're not in a tough time, right? It's like the, the nursing bras and the maternity things. I'm packing them away. I'm not actually not pass, packing my nursing bras away yet because I am still nursing. But <laughs> the maternity stuff is away, you know, and I am pushing forward to the person I am when I'm not pregnant or when I do not have a newborn. I am going to hold myself to that standard instead in my workouts, in my nutrition, and whatever that looks like. So think about that for your own life. You know, what does that look like for you? Are there things that you have let slide and have just really become your new norm because of a time that you were in transition or was a it was a tough season on you? Is there something that now that's all that you expected of yourself? You know, like 
maybe it was with the sleep thing that you realized how precious sleep is and how much you need sleep when you're pregnant or when you're postpartum, but now you just don't ever get up before your kids and you're stuck in that cycle, you're stuck in that rut. You're going to have to decide that you want something else more than you want the habits that you have right now. Like it is of higher value to me to have a quiet morning by myself and get focused work in than it is to get a little bit extra sleep. And it's just having to make that decision and then pushing yourself to do it. That's really, it's just where the rubber meets the road. You can't, can listen to this all day and be like, yes, I'm going to be the person that I, you know, was before kids or before this last baby or again, pushing forward, not thinking behind, but just to get my point across of like going to that schedule or going to that caliber of what you held for yourself or maybe a new higher one, right? That's awesome. I'm all about that, raising the bar on yourself. But then you have to just do it. That's that's really the only advice I can give you here. I can't come over to your house and shake you out of bed, nor can anyone do that for me. So commit to it because there's something that you find value in. There's something that you find good about it. It has to be what you want has to like outweigh the comfort that you're being brought right now by whatever else it is, you know, by the comfort of those maternity jeans. You have to want <laughs> to have the next pair of jeans. My analogies are so all over the place. Maybe I need to not go back to recording podcasts in the morning uh, without an outline, but I will end it there for you. I hope that something resonated with you and that this makes sense to you, that we want to hold ourselves to a standard that is not the same standard as when our times are tough. When times are not tough, raise the bar and push forward. Make a, make yourself a plan for doing it. You know, if I said that just arbitrarily, like, yes, I'm just going to start getting up earlier again, but I'm going to bed super late, then that needs to be addressed too. Then I need to, my little action plan needs to be, okay, then I need to get to bed at this time. And that is part of it for sure. My husband and I were stuck in the rut of going to bed super late because I was waiting for the baby's last feeding at like 11. And then, yeah, no way am I going to get up at four or five. And that's ridiculous. I shouldn't be, especially if I'm waking up during the night. So all that had to be backed up. I got in bed last night by 845, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It felt so good. And I had just one wake up with him. Actually, as I'm saying that, I think there might have been two wake ups. Either way, there were one or two wake ups. Yeah, I think there were two. And I still got up to my five o'clock alarm. So things are good. Things are happening over here. And I want things to be happening for you too. One thing at a time, making sure you are pushing yourself. I'm over here trying to make sure I am pushing myself and keeping myself accountable too. So thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if you are not on the email list yet and would like to join it, head on over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com and you can do that on the homepage and get on my weekly emails. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. 